old money northeast like you know executive with like an underbite you know his, his <laughs> wife's name is muffy like do we want to go full his name's like you know wilhelm or something i don't Welcome back to another episode of the Refactor Podcast, the show where we try and help ourselves and you suck a little less each day. My name is Frank Cole. And my name is Chris Tonkinson. And today is February 15th, 2022, episode 058. Uh, so I want to talk a little bit about meetings because... Oh, man. Yeah. yeah meeting- I, already, I already hate this. <laughs> You know why? Because it's, this, it's, because we're actually kind of meeting right now. This is this podcast is almost a meeting. It's kind of yeah. It it starts out meta, and I just I know there's something in here for everybody to hate themselves on. I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> I don't think this. Everyone is guilty of something we're about to say. Everybody's guilty of something, but that's that's not really the point. I I think that uh, there's there's just a a couple things that I think are just you should keep in mind, most of the people have, hopefully people have heard of this, but I wouldn't bring it up if not everyone has heard it. Uh, and with the advent of, you know, very remote first orientation for most companies and indeed most meetings are, are, are being done, Google Meet, Zoom, things like that, you know, it fundamentally changes some things that would traditionally in face-to-face not be the case. And so it upends, you know, some, some expectations and, the, and how things end up working. And if you're not thinking about these things, you should. So first things first, have, have, you, had the, have you had the dubious pleasure of sitting in on one of these um, massive meetings where um, it's like a, it's a department all hands, but your department has 50 people in it, okay? So it's like a really yeah. big meeting and you do this on some kind of quarterly basis, monthly basis, something like that, but it's this big get together status checks go around the room, talk about you know, what's going on. It's, it's a way to keep everybody in sync, make sure all the pieces are moving in the same direction. On paper, sounds like a great idea, right? You know, like you get in. What could, be, every, what could go wrong with that? Everybody gets, everybody gets a, a set amount of time. You get in, you do uh-huh. your thing, you get out. Okay. Uh, I hate these things. They, 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 I feel like they do not accomplish what they are intended to accomplish when when they're when they're done, uh, even when they're done right. I've seen them done very very well. I've seen them done very very poorly. Even doing them very well seems to be not all that conducive, because you have more people in the room, and so you have less time per person. So you have mm-hmm. to be you have to be very very militant about how much time you spend on any given individual, yeah. any given topic, and. Because you don't really know what's going to be valuable and what's not, though, you end up you can end up cutting off things that are really, really valuable, and you can end up spending time on other things that are really, really not valuable. Look at you. You're yawning already. It's it's ridiculous. I'm you, just, I'm sick of you. That's like I'm the sick third, of you. It, you know, I wish you hadn't muted yourself. You could have picked up those yawns because like we were talking means you have yawned three times since we've gotten I'm out. started. I, this, I told you this topic is just, <laughs> it doesn't set well with me. I can't, I can't even stay. Oh, um, so. I I, th- I think this format is 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 dubious in a Zoom setting. This is one of those things that in a in a in a P 
people, you know, in a meet space, I think works really well. You get the leaders from a bunch of teams. You go around, you got a big boardroom table. You got 20 people in there. There's, you get some camaraderie going with that. It's a little more organic. And I feel like that really can work. I've seen that work in, in really large settings. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't really work in zoom. And I don't, I, I don't have a real concrete reason why I think it's because we invite well, it's Zoom, so we have unlimited. Well, seats it's at not the table. because it's not. Well, that's it. It's not apples to orange. It's not apples. Yeah, it's to not apples, apples to right? orange. Because right. because in person you're going to have that staff meeting, and it's going to be say management, and it is it is actually relevant uh, for everybody to know what's going on across their peer group, right? So mm-hmm. accounting is in line with engineering, is in line with operations, is in line with HR, is and that that's mm-hmm. a useful thing. And you're right. You can get some camaraderie for it, and and it's it's a. I think it's a I think it's a good thing to do. What you started out saying, and I thought was like, oh, a 50-person dev team, right? Where mm. every individual contributor is giving like on a on a routine basis. I don't see how that's relevant for that right. group. And what happens though, as we as we shift to Zoom, uh, and when I say we, I mean other people who haven't been remote for a decade shift to Zoom, they say, Oh, Soft now flex. we can include everybody. Well, guess what? Individual contributors on the engineering team don't necessarily need to know or care what HR leadership is concerned about it at mm-hmm. the moment, right? The, you, you have too many, too many levels and too many functions represented for everything to be relevant for everybody. So what happens? Everybody tunes out and starts mm-hmm. working on the side. And yep. then every single person that gets mentioned by name, what's the next thing that comes out of their mouth? What? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, can you repeat the question? <laughs> right. And then some excuse is made up that they couldn't unmute or they my, you know, my, didn't hear it. You, or you, you broke up. It lagged just now. Like it, it just, it just broke lagged. Up. Yeah. Can you yeah, repeat was, that for me? I yeah, just, I just, can't. Mm-hmm, I was, oh, it just happens I was when I get called on it. I was, I was watering my right. cat. He was, yeah, he, right? he, he was really dry and ne- and needed to be, Moist. He needed to be watered. And and, at that, and uh, at that my plant was on fire. I had I had a plant was on fire. I had no, to put I'm it, sorry. You're gonna put the, out the plant. The the, the, the cat, cat. No, crap, no the, cat the cat was on, was on fire, fire. And the right, yes, and yes, the plant was dying. That's so right. I put the cat on the plant, the plant, but that didn't work. So I had, so I had to water, water everything on the, on all of the things on everything. I mean, right? Because fix the cat. And then it got on my microphone, and then then I couldn't speak up. I'm on mute. I'm in a tunnel, and so can you repeat the question? Because it was in the tunnel, like the the lag on the you know, like I spiked you. You caught me in the dead. I don't don't know if you know that dead dead center (laughs) of the tunnel. Like that's when you started talking to me. Like I met you. It's almost as if you met. And it switches from one cell tower to the next. Do you remember that that question on the SAT about the two trains coming at each other in in the tunnel? (laughs) Like you did that equation in your head and timed your question to me for the dead center point in the tunnel where the two trains passed each other. And so like well, and then I'm you, over here doing do? math in my head to I, try to I, keep I, ahead I of the conversation the well, that's for your that. benefit. I was doing the math for in my head. For your benefit. I was doing the math in my head, and that's part of the reason why. In addition to all those other things, you know, the cat and the plant. Legitimate reasons completely that were not car, made up on the spot. In my car, for legitimate reasons, trains and tunnels, this, this is right. all- 100 percent on fire. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and yeah. that's not hyperbole because no. you know what all of that is bull crap <laughs> oh i didn't know you know what you were doing you were emailing and skyping off the side of your or desk you when you should be paying attention you were netflixing let's be honest 
Yeah, I don't. I don't go there, but it's possible. It's possible there was a Netflix oh, or a kid barged it. in the room. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know people who do. Uh, <laughs> I had a. I, we had a mutual boss who liked to have Netflix on in the background. I never understood how they got any work done with look, like first working look, and look, Netflix. Like, look, I, I, first of all. Next Gen is not going to rewatch itself, Frank. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, I agree with you. I can listen almost exclusively. Instrumental music is fine. Well, for yeah, me that's fine. That's but if music. it's got words, it's very difficult. Well, yeah, for me it's to, also it's also music. It's not video. Yeah. Like video is is highly distracting. No, but I mean even even music, even music with lyrics is has kind of the same effect on me as a as a show, I unless kind of agree. it's a, like a like in January, I wind up watching Die Hard's two and up until I get sick of the sequels after three, right? Because <laughs> on, on like Thanksgiving is a Thursday and then f- that Friday night I make eggnog and I watch Die Hard, right? Because that, it's that a Christmas movie and Christmas, that is a, that, that is ushers a proper, in the Christmas season. That is a proper Everybody Christmas knows. tradition. Do you, right. do you, so, do you leave a, do you leave a pair of, do you leave a pair of shoes for, for, uh, in, in, in the <laughs> John McClane, for John McClane in the, in the vents every <laughs> Afterwards, yeah, I do, I do. I, I make sure they're festively laced, though. A lot of people don't go the extra mile, and that's. I think he really appreciates that when you like the green or red sparkly laces on them. I think that it's just it's the little things. You, you, you know? know, you know. When I make my millions, when I make my millions, what I would like to do is I'm going to build a house, and I'm going to build the house with those actual man-sized vents, and I'm going to arrange them so that I can. So that, so that one stealth, one comes out right near where the exactly, Christmas tree is. So that would I can be. stealth my way from one floor of the house to the other one without anyone knowing. Outside, of course, for all the creaking of the of the vents and you know right. the loud sound of the thing that guard sound thing yeah. that you know when I go in right right and yeah. then the and then the whoop whoop of right. every individual section as you yeah exactly now depending on how many millions I make I might include a laser field in there too that I will have to hack and disable so. Uh, well, no, and by, John and by McClane, hacking disabled, he didn't any hack any I mean lasers. complete a mini game. Obviously, by hacking <laughs> disabled, I mean I mean it's actually a mini game. game. There's there's no actual hackings involved. Uh, you know, it's a little like Raspberry based arcade emulator right, type. Right, exactly. Yeah, in you know, the by, vent. Oh yeah. my gosh! Like by basically like doing one of those. You remember those little sliding tile puzzles where you had like the one empty space and you had to move the pieces around until it made made a picture. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make one of those, and that that'll be hacking, and it'll disable the laser grid and I continue You're, to the next floor. Yeah. Your safe room would provide zero protection from any physical threats, but it would be off the hook nerd memory. It would be su- it would be super crazy. And maybe I'll hire a guy to stand right outside the one vent and he'll just drop unconscious when I tap his shin. You know, maybe maybe I'll just have. Oh, him yeah. That okay. would be a lot of fun. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like pat him on the shoulder there's and he p- goes limp. <laughs> right. Because you because yeah. I stealth because that was a stealth attack. And so there's no block on. Right. That, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell were we? Oh, right. Meetings. Yeah. Stealth attack. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the kind of crap that actually happens in meetings. You start having thoughts like this instead of paying attention to me because it's so stinking big. Um, I'm sorry. Can you, can you repeat that? I was on, I was on. (laughs) No, but that's like all of that. That's legit. People, they're lying, right? I've been remote for a decade now. (laughs) Full of crap. In person. Full of crap. If you're you're sitting around a board table or if you're in an office, you can tell when somebody's not actually paying attention because you can tell that a human is not paying attention to something because they're looking and typing and you, you know that. On Zoom, and my team, we use cameras 
all the time. Yep. Pretty much, pretty much every meeting we're all cameras on. Um, I, I was actually cameras off for, for a call today. Um, kind of bent my own rule, but once in a while, you know, it depends it's on okay. what's going on. Uh, there, but, there are exceptions, but, the, but generally, you know, cameras on my team, right. But the broader, the broader company I work in, it's hit or miss, right. Even if you're mute, even if you're muted with your, your camera off or whatever, I it's, it's obvious people think that they can hide with the camera off and nobody knows that they're not paying attention. I'm here to tell you that is false. <laughs> we yeah, can tell they don't say anything. and it's obvious. Yep. We know. We know. We know. It's not, you're not, you're not away that with sneaky. It. You're, you're not, not that sneaky. You're not that clever. You're not that and sneaky. What, and the problem is, and I've come to, I've come to two conclusions about this. Number one, meetings are not well run. So no, that never. means they're not, if that Generally. means they're not meaningful for the participants. And a corollary to that is that you've got too many people there. If there are people that are there that can tune out and check email and Skype people and do stuff off the side of their desk while the meeting is happening, then they weren't required. Why did you ask them there? This is a big pet peeve of mine. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's a balance between you don't want to be exclusive. Right. You, I mean, if you're if you're meeting, if you're having a group meet to talk about a topic, you want to make sure anybody who might have input or authority on that topic is represented because they they're part of the team because they they have valuable insight, right, ostensibly. Mm -hmm. And so you want them there. You you don't want to exclude just them as a human, as a as a personal courtesy, but also uh, as a as a business efficacy thing. You want to make sure you don't miss anything at the same time. Okay, this really could have been a three-way conversation. Instead, there are twelve people here, and ten are not paying attention. Well, there's right? almost it's just it's a, it's a huge. I wish there were. I may look if there are statistics. The amount of money that corporate America blows in a year on meetings. people that don't need to be in meetings. Oh, people! I that wonder don't if there's any. If, that's if a anybody has, yeah, that's a pretty right. specific stat. But maybe you can probably find somebody who's calculated. Because I know there are numbers of like. It. Number of meetings, and there are correlations. You can tell, like a yeah, you can tell across the board, like oh, for managers or directors or VPs or executives, like how much of there's there's actually good data on this on on like on average how much of their day is meeting with other people versus doing solo work. Um, unsurprisingly, that ratio increases up the you know up the the career ladder. Yeah. And maybe it shouldn't. I don't know, but well, it shouldn't that's a, climb that's a as high topic. as it as high I would as it love does to know though. Cases. Yeah, if if we could get numbers though on like per meeting, what ratio of participants actually need to be there, because then you can multiply that by the aforementioned numbers about time spent in meetings uh, at each level, and you could figure out how much money we waste on an annual basis. Yeah, by talking to people that aren't listening. Well, I know that uh, Google has introduced a, uh, a, a nifty little feature on its calendar. It has a bar now off to the side and it shows how much of your time is spent in meetings. And it actually gives you a visualization of your time in meetings mm -hmm. versus your time that looks free versus time that you have actually blocked for yourself to do focused work. And so it's mm -hmm. encouraging you to actually block time for yourself to focus that others can't interrupt you because this is such an endemic problem. So, yeah. you know, there are, you know, there, there is pushback. It's amazing. It's amazing to me how many people don't, are not in the habit of blocking like productive time for themselves. I am, yeah. I am defensive with my calendar. I have, my strategies have evolved over time as my job has evolved, but I still block time to be productive, to get mm -hmm. things done. Yep. 
Because for the, for the majority of people that say, oh, he's busy at that time, I'll pick some other time. Yeah, there are some that'll just schedule it because they don't pay attention, don't know, don't care, or or maybe I'm not the most important person to be there, and so the meeting can't be moved from me. I, I get that. I'm not. I'm not on my high horse there. Um, but for the most part, yeah, yeah, that's an effective. That can be an effect, especially as a uh, as an individual contributor, right? When you're when you're responsible primarily for for cranking out uh, development, that's a thing that matters. And we've actually spent some time on my team talking about like, oh, do we ban meetings in the morning? Do we ban meetings at, like? When are people actually productive? Because I find myself as a developer, early morning and then late afternoon, uh, that's when my mind is kind of primed for mm -hmm. actual code flow. Right. Um, middle of the day, you know, it's like 9 to 2, uh, 10 to 3, that that zone around lunch, I, I typically, I'm not as effective. I just, it's not as easy for me to get into the zone. Mm -hmm. So for me, I would say, oh, I'm going to block the morning and the afternoon and the middle of the day is wide open. Now, as you scale a team, somebody blocks the morning, somebody else blocks the afternoon, somebody yeah. blocks the midday. It's like, you, I don't know how you scale that effectively. But, yeah, well, I mean, but the way you scale that is you keep your dang meetings to a minimum and you keep their, you keep their size just down. Just have less meetings. Have yeah, less meetings. that's yeah. fair. That's yeah. fair. So, um, you know, a, a couple things, a couple of the obvious ones. First of all, if you if you... If you're the person who's organizing it, if if you can send it via email or or these days, you know, chat message, Slack, whatever, do that first and see if that works. And then if if there is some kind of communication problem that that doesn't solve, then have the meeting. But like make the problem. This is the way, you know, I I co I build code defensively. You know, I don't solve future problems. I build it for what I know today concretely. And I wait for a problem to present itself. And then I code to address that problem. This is the same kind of idea. You know, start with something simple and effective, wait for a problem with that approach to present itself, and then ramp up from there if necessary. So another, if you can get away with and an another way to slide, say that, that first. Yeah. And another way to think of that is as we've gotten new technology, as we got email, and then as we got IM, like it's a shift left mentality. Mm -hmm. Shift as much of your collaboration left meaning That's a good way from actual synchronized in-person meetings to, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, Slack, shift as much of that as far to the left as possible. And that, that'll take pressure off the right, which is the, the oh, I'm going to block an hour. And have you ever noticed everything takes an hour? How is it that everything magically. we do together magically, magically takes mm -hmm. 60 minutes? Well, for me, it's 30. I, I make default meeting size 30 for the very reason yep. that you're talking about because yeah. none of it fits magically. Yeah. And honestly, if you are if you have a subject and it doesn't fit inside 30 minutes, you probably have too big of a piece put, peeled off for a conversation anyway. You know, break it down into smaller chunks, handle it via- I would say in know, some cases, asynchronous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. What is that? Who's most, that? Is that, uh, is that uh, Hirsch? Whose law is that that uh, work work expands to fill the time available for oh, it? Oh, uh, I don't that, know. That applies to meetings as well. No, like absolutely. if you schedule thirty minutes, most of the time you're going to get it done in thirty minutes. If you schedule ninety, guess what? It's going to you're going to expand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the content expands yeah. to fill the meeting the 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 allotted meeting time. Yeah, which is a deviation of whatever that law is. I forget which one it is. Okay, so I think that we were rambling about Parkinson's law, which is an adage that says work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. 
It was in an essay written by Cyril Parkinson, published in The Economist in 1955. He later combined that with some other essays into a book called Parkinson's Law. I had never heard of this one before. I don't know. Have you? I've I've thought about uh, defaulting half an hour meetings to twenty five and hour I've meetings seen, to fifty minutes. I have seen have people you, do have that. You yes, played I, with that at all? I have seen that. Um, I have played with it. I don't find that it really matters because doesn't um, make a difference. Well, I mean, in my experience, it hasn't because I know that it's a five minute. Everyone knows that it's a five minute pad, and so everyone starts right. thinking about the you know when you're going to hit the half hour or the top of the hour. So, you know, I can see that we have five minutes left, you know, or, or technically we're out of time, but there's five minutes until the half hour. So, you know, let's finish. Well, this I think, other I think thing. It, you got to have, you got to have discipline as, you the, do. as the runner of the meeting you to do. say, no time is up. And I guess that's kind of backs around to your original point, which is to have less meetings, right? The right, reason have, you would do that is so that people have a break between one thing and the next, so they can bio or do whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're booked all day such that you need to build in these little five, 10% buffers between calls so that you can do anything other than talk on the phone, maybe have less meetings. Yeah. <laughs> so so I guess this it all actually, comes, all roads lead back to Rome. So, so we are lamenting all the things that have been discussed ad nauseum. I don't think anyone who's hearing this is going to, you know, be like, you know, oh my gosh, what a revelation. Thank goodness these guys talked about it. Except for that, you know, tunnel train thing. That was obviously new and, and, and delightful. But provocative um, material, there was yeah. actually there was I did want to add a new thing here. And it's where I started, where you've got this this bigger meeting that is these high level status check ins on, you know, multiple facets. And you can do this at a department level. You can do it at an org org level. It doesn't matter. There's a couple different approaches here. There is if you're going to do that, there is an inverse relationship between the meeting size, this is my new bit. There's an inverse relationship between the meeting size and the topic content, the topic amounts, topic quantity, okay? So what I mean by that is, if you have more people in the room- yeah, that, that seems obviously intuitive, but why don't you unpack it a little bit? You would think, and yet I have sat in on, and I'm sure you have too, meetings with lots of folks that cover a lot of high level topics and, you know, sort of go around the room and talk about a lot of different things. Right. The problem is if you have a, if you have a bigger team, you should have less content. You should have less subjects. So I have a, I have, I have booked an hour long meeting and I have 50 people in the room. Okay. So I'm, I'm taking this pretty extreme. I should have one thing that I want to talk about with that group, maybe two. Because if it's not focused on just that subject, then, and, and if it's not applicable to all those folks, then you have extra people in the room, first of all. Second of all. Right. Instead of having four, four 15 minute segments, and for each of which 60% of your audience can mm -hmm. be meaningfully engaged. Yeah. A lot of waste. I see what yeah. you're saying. Well, you've got a lot of waste. I don't waste. know if I would have worded it that way, but I see what you're saying. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that's part of it, but, um, it also, if because part of the reason that that people like to pull these big groups together is the, is the camaraderie and the connection, and there is value in doing a little bit of that. You have to temper it. You have to you have to control it in a Zoom remote setting. But if you want the engagement, if you really want that good vibe, that that meshing to happen, there has to be a rally point, and and you know the topic has to be really really well defined. Because you have so many people in the room, you're going to have a lot of people contributing. It's very easy for things to just go 
awry and, and spiral off on any single topic. But if you have that one, you know, if that you've got that one center piece, you know, you've got the hub of the wheel that everyone centers around, then at least it keeps things consistent and it's going to keep people engaged. Whereas, and to, to contrast here, if you've got, you know, multiple topics that you that you bounce around with, some people are going to be interested in some more than others, you know, like what you just described, which I think is absolutely true. But not everything is going to, uh, even, even if everything applies in a direct or indirect fashion, the conversation that comes out of those topics where you know somebody jumps in and offers their two cents and then it leads to this other person reacting to them and then this other person reacting to them, you end up, you know, you end up rabbit holing down to a place that is useful for a before few you know people, it, it's a, but before it's, you know it, it's a Reddit comment thread. Right. And it's useful to yeah. a few people. It's not bad per se, but you started in a place where it was useful to everybody. You got 50 people in a room. It was useful to everybody. Comment, comment, comment. Now we're off on this tiny little niche that is useful to three of those 50 people. Now you've lost, now you've lost engagement. Mm -hmm. And that that's the that's the point I'm trying to make. Whereas if you focus in, okay, I got this big meeting, I got one topic, everybody's there for the same reason. You might rabbit hole down, but because it's just one topic, there's a better chance that everyone stays connected mentally to it and stays engaged. So if you're going, to I don't do know a- if it's I don't know if it's number of people or or number of areas. I don't want to say like departments, but but the number of um, I think verticals that are represented in the audience, right? Because I could okay. have a call with twelve people, right? And I, let's say my company, I got twelve to uh, eleven department heads and a CEO, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I could have a call with twelve people, or I could have a call with one hundred and twenty people. Mm-hmm. where each of those executives has their staff of 10 included. Right. right. And I don't think the number of people, because because at some point, like, uh, at some point, the 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 higher-ups are going to wind up spending more of the airtime, most sure. likely in this of, kind of, of a format where it's kind oh, of an yeah. update. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's I think it's the interaction, I think is the number of different functional areas increases. You need to be more concerned about it, right? Because if I have... If I have, let's say, IT and software development in a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. Again, whether it's those those two department heads or their teams of fifty each. To your point about having a topic and sticking to it, mm-hmm. it's a reasonably bounded discussion to technology things. Whereas if I've got HR and operations and finance and everybody else involved, even if they don't have their full teams you're more likely to rabbit hole and sidebar and, and get distracted, I think. So I think there's, I guess that was a sneaky way to agree with you. I, I think you're, you're, like it. you're breaking out, you're breaking out another dimension because I, I think all of these things, there's, there's, there's a compounding factor between all of them. You've got the functional areas that are being represented. Is everybody inside engineering or do we have engineering and marketing on the team or your engineering and it, mm-hmm. you know, more areas is going to lead to this problem. Of course, Number of people, just raw number of people is going to is going to impact mm-hmm. this too. Now, if you've got multiple verticals, you're right. The leadership is generally going to be representative. They may call on one of their team to fill them in on some information that maybe they're not up on, but they're going to generally run the room. And most people, yeah. <laughs> if you're one of the people who's underneath of the boss in one of these meetings, just just keep you're your not mouth opening shut. your mouth. Just shut up. Just just <laughs> sit there. You're there. You got the checkbox. They marked your attendance. You were contributing and helping just by being in the room. Keep your mouth shut. Like that's 
Th- well, that, I don't think most personal. people have the compulsion to do otherwise. I, yeah, experience. but it's just, you know, I try and when we're talking about these topics, I think about I think about three different levels. And I'm, and I'm doing that as we go through here. I'm thinking about little Bobby tables. We need a junior name. We, we need to come up with like a junior nickname. Actually, Jimmy. Jimmy. OK, little it's Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. OK, so you got little Jimmy. That's, that's an in, that's industry standard uh, new kid on the team. Jimmy. OK, new kid on the yeah. team. OK, so you got little Jimmy. I, I think about little Jimmy when I'm having these topics or these conversations. I think about the we need we need to come up with an, another a compliment to Jimmy who is like the senior engineer the the lead the seasoned vet he's not a manager I, but he's I I nominate James James oh okay yeah <laughs> I like it okay cool so you've got Jimmy little Jimmy and you got big James and you got big James and then we've got to have the the head honcho who is Jimmy plus a few years who has decided they don't want to be technical anymore, but is now in some level of management. Who is, who yeah, is that? I, I'm out of creativity on that one. Yeah. Like James Esquire, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm James not sure. Esquire. Dr. James, um, Dr. James, we'll have to think, we'll yeah. think on that one, but you've got those, you've got these three levels. And I think about when I, when I think about topics, I sort of break it mentally into those three topics. So, um, you know, little Jimmy needs to know, just keep his damn mouth shut because you know, there's really, you're not going to help. You're generally not going to help yourself and you're just going to make more work for yourself that you're going to have to dig out later is generally what happens in these things. But anyway, so you've got functional areas, you've got the topics and then the number of people. Like I see those three things in some mix being the complicating factors here. The more of, mm-hmm. if yeah. you have all three, you automatically have a very, you're a very big mix. Difficult if, to control. Di- very difficult, difficult to control. To control very difficult to keep people engaged for to feel valuable to everybody. Yeah. And so if you want people to actually be actively engaged, you have to recognize that you're going to lose people as as these levels of entropy increase. And so you want to keep and them the down. And the corollary is that uh, it becomes a death spiral, though, because one of the things that's really going to hurt engagement is people having to repeat themselves yep. because somebody else had a fiery cat plant in a tunnel and needed you to repeat what you said because they just made up some excuse because they weren't paying attention. Right. right. Now everybody else turns off their ears, so somebody has to repeat the question. Then they go off and they answer it off the cuff because they weren't paying attention, so they don't really have a good contribution to make. Uh, and then until that kind of resolution that that thread comes to resolution and somebody else gets called on. And then mm-hmm. by that point, they're not paying attention. And <laughs> I, you know, that we've, exactly. we've all been, there. Like, yeah, we've all, we've all been there. So it's a train wreck. Yeah. It's a train wreck. So you need to think about, I actually think about meetings in these terms. This is what I think about. How many people do I have? How many, how many different um, interests are represented? Departments is, I mean, you, you put it better than, than yeah. I was thinking about Interest. how many, how many departments, verticals, um, are, are involved and how many topics are you intending to discuss? Those are your three things. They can't all be cranked to 11. If you crank them all to 11, you're going to get literally nothing done except wasting all those people's times. One of those values has to be a zero or a one. It has to be low. It has to be a low quantity. Yeah. You have to limit the number of people. You have to limit the number of areas. You have to limit the number of topics. Ideally, you limit two of those three. I would but, look at I would look at just I would look at just multiplying the three. That's so a good way of doing it. That's a good zero, right? You have to have you have to have one of each, right? You have to have actually your lowest score is two, right? You've got okay. one department, one topic, two people. That is your minimal okay. possible right. meeting is a, a score of two. Right. And if you've got three this. people from three departments discussing three topics, your com- your meeting complexity went to twenty seven. Okay, just so like this that. 
This is and really would, cool. Is it, or maybe I, there's a maybe a there's yeah, a, maybe there's a logarithm a or something would be appropriate to kind of like tamp that a little bit. But I, I'm I'm thinking just a straight cross product. So you've got three dimensions, and your meeting complexity is the volume of that cube. Uh, not cube, but you know your meeting your meeting complexity is the volume of that shape. The Frank and Chris law of meeting entropy. I like this. We this is this is going well. Not entropy. It would be complexity. Would it be complexity? Uh, it's got to. You got to have a. You got to have a punchy name. Come on. Well, where's okay, your marketing? Well, you got to have I, a punchy know, name for it. It's got to be the, the top of my head. The, the meeting, uh, meeting topic explosivity index or something. You know, you got to you got to uh, dress what, what, it up a little bit. Make the, it some punch. The meeting, says. the meeting flaming cat index. The 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 the, the, the flame meeting. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they're like, yeah. oh, I wasn't listening. My cat was on fire. You know, I'll be right back. I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah. We will ponder Meeting this. Meeting and flaming. You've got the end ING is repeating. That makes it a little. Yeah, it's, it's a little. A little it, it does not come, yeah, you know, it doesn't come little, out of the mouth very well. We'll work uh, on we'll it. Work we'll on work on it. On it we're definitely yeah. coming back to this. I, I like this said. idea a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one was too that was good. Delayed. I, that was, it was just, that was a hanging curveball. Like I just, <laughs> that was a grapefruit that I put up there for you. And I, I would have been disappointed if you hadn't hit that one. Let's, let's be honest. Um, okay. So That's let's actually, so a couple, I, I like this. You did a couple maths. So let's do a few more. So we had, we have one topic times, uh, one areas, so one team, and there's two people. So you have one times one times two, two, two. That's it. Okay. So you have this, this meeting value, mm -hmm. meeting complexity value of two. All right. We have two areas, flaming Dev cat index, flaming cat index. Mm -hmm. So we have two topics or two areas Dev so the fci minimal fci possible is two <laughs> and now you've got you've got two areas and you so because you have two areas you've automatically got <laughs> fci of two right okay, FC, so yes. two areas DevOps, uh one topic and one two topic, people right your one fci topic, is two four people. at that point right now you've got a flaming cat index of four okay so now mm -hmm. we've got all right we've got Three departments. Let's say these we, show notes just write themselves. Oh my gosh. I, I don't these, want to go on a side, a meta sidebar, but these show notes just write themselves. <laughs> these are going to be delicious. I'm making a blog <laughs> post out of this. This is fantastic. Um, all right. So we've got, let's say we've got, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Let's say we've got two, two areas and we've got and two say like topics. Six we've people. Got, right? Okay. So we've got two topics. Uh, we've, and we're going, um, yeah, let's say six people. Okay, so we've got two areas, Dev and Ops. We've got two topics we're covering, but it's six people. It's a bigger, we're talking about a thing that's going on. I can see this happening. You get the three IT guys, mm -hmm. the three the three Dev uh, dev people, and they are uh, working we out some major- we got to discuss deployment and deployment security bug. or yeah, whatever like the topics are. Issue, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So two times two is four. So what, times two, six is 24. Two and two and six is 24. So you've right? got a, yeah. so you've got a flaming cat index 24. Of, 20, of 24. Okay. Um, all right, let's go for, let's go ham here. Um, let's do my, let's do my, the, the update format that I, I opened with. So we've got, um, we've got 50 people because we've got, uh, okay, that's, that's, that, uh, you know what? Let's just too crazy. Let's say 20 people. Let's start there. We've got 20 people. They represent, let's say it's a, let's say it's a lead and a second from each department. So you've got 10 functional areas. And each one is giving a status update. Now, here's a question for you. Is the status update its own topic for each person since it's a unique update per 
vertical. If it's a if it's like a monthly monthly like a staff monthly, yeah, meeting yeah, that's style, what I'm saying. like then, a monthly check in. Then yeah, everybody's then Ugh. everybody's coming with their own two or three topics. Okay, so so you may you may be yet may be a multiplier of like thirty. Well, How would you calculate that? Would that be well, a three or a or a or, thirty? If there's if yeah. there's ten groups, each representing three updates. Well, yeah, is but that do thirty they have, separate topics? They, they are they are different updates from different departments on different topics. They like I'm not right. updating. It's not like if, so if that's each one thirty was saying, updates. I would say yeah. If each one was coming in and saying let's say it was let's say it was different product lines and they were each saying how much they made last month, I would call that. One, because that's a that's, that's a shared topic. topic. But but these yeah. are mm-hmm. this is a status mm-hmm. update across an org or a department going team through level updates, like team level yeah. updates. And let's say, and and for the sake of argument, you could you know we can simplify it and say you know in this in this format, what typically happens is each team is allotted a certain amount of time to talk, and they can talk about whatever they want. But it has to be you know right. inside that bar. But they have they each. They each bring one to three updates about what they're doing, how things are going, you know, what's what's doings in their in their world. So in that, so that would be. I feel like that right, would be which 30. are going to be unique per team. And unique if it's a team, well, you said one to three. Can we average three. it at two? Okay, so we'll average it at two, which would mean twenty because you have ten. So teams. by ten teams is twenty. Twenty. Yep. Okay, so we've got twenty mm-hmm. times twenty times people 10. across ten departments with right. Yeah. Right. So twenty twenty is four hundred. That's uh, that's an FCI of four thousand. Yeah. It's a, it's a four thousand FCI. That I mean, look how fast you have that, to try damn hard at that level to keep everybody meaningfully engaged and make that worthwhile. Because there's, I wonder if there's there's a, a break point. Right. That's where your head's going. Tell me that's where your head's going. Like there's a break yeah. point where it, beyond this number, it is impossible to keep everyone engaged. That was the first thing I thought. You're hosed. You're hosed. You're, just, you're hosed. Yeah. I mean, the the numbers. There's probably, a threshold. There's probably at a which, threshold at which the cat just spontaneously combusts, combusts. on you. <laughs> I mean, the cat is just gone. <laughs> it's just a pile. It just explodes. Of ash. Just a pile of ash. That's it. Do you, it just like, do, explodes. Do, do, do Sorry, you, whiskers. My my wife. My wife's uh, my wife's uh, holiday. Uh, you, you mentioned Die Hard. I'm I'm totally with you on that. My wife's tradition after Thanksgiving is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Do you, have you have you seen Christmas Vacation? Oh, every, okay. That's a staple every oh, okay. every year. Every okay. year, it's a staple. Uh, National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, and then Die Hard. Oh, those, those are, the, are good. That's the triple entente of okay. Christmas glory. Yeah. All right, nice. They hold up. It's Christmas Vacation particularly holds. Oh, up. it's timeless. It's timeless. It's fantastic. Anyway, yeah. Remember the they the the cat in the tree that gets yeah. electrocuted yep. and then it just leaves this scorching cat shaped hole in the ground with some fur <laughs> on the like floor. That's, yeah. Like that's what you're, that's what you're at here with the, with the FCI score of 4,000, you are, you're toast. So there, you're right. There probably is a yeah. break point here and it probably happens somewhere after we hit double digits on one of the three dimensions is probably what it is, which means you're probably looking at a break threshold in the hundreds somewhere, somewhere between 100 and 200, I would guess, just based on the, the, the sampling that we just Maybe. did. We'd have to play, we'd have to play, to play with different, with like realistic, we'd have to put together a bunch of sample scenarios. Hey, out of the meetings, I mean, literally out of the meetings I've had in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. let me compute the FCI for each one of them. I can do that. Yeah, I can do and that then for my figure meetings out, too. And then separately figure out, separately 
figure out how productive I felt they were and mm-hmm. whether or not just a gut check of whether or not I feel that the participants were meaningfully engaged or got something out of it or it was productive. Mm-hmm. And then there should be, I would expect, right? One would expect designing this survey there to be a point at which, yeah, it is likely that above this number in our experimental findings, uh, your FCI was too high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would and, be my suspicion. And your cat is just burst uh, into should, flames. Do we want to, all right, do we want to what? So like I'm I'm uh, I'm traveling this week and we got some other things going on at home. I don't know if I want to promise to be able to get this exercise done mm. by our next. By but next. I really I kind of want to say like by next time we talk. I really would let's, like to let's do, it do next this. Time. And, and how long do we want to do it for? Like <laughs> well, a month. Uh, ooh. Um, I mean, we I feel just, like a week is not a lot of data. I mean, I have a lot of meetings, but I feel like that's not an honest. How about we? How about you? How about we commit to, to getting done what we can. If you get done a week, then we'll talk about a week's worth next week. But if you get a, okay. you know, if you All get right. more done, then we'll, we'll talk get about done more. at least a week. I'm yeah, going to yeah. aim for a month. All right. All right. I I'm going to aim for a for month. month I can aim for a month. Kind of ambitious. Yeah. But we'll do at yeah. least a week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we'll come back and see what our findings and are. And see, see what it looks like. And, and we'll have to try and the other thing that we should note is um, in that meeting, did it feel like it fell off the rails? Did I lose? Did you right. lose focus is really mm-hmm. the question. Did you lose interest and go off and start doing slack yeah. or emails or something in the background mm-hmm. um all right cool so the flaming cat index it is it is done we've 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 got that officially that's official it's official. that's ours we're done that's copyright <laughs>
Um, this is a trust issue in in my in my mind, where um, because I did actually, I one of my meetings was was one of these things last week, um, and what we opted to do was to say, hey, this is what happened. If you have questions, come and talk to us, and we just simply stated the outcome. We didn't talk about the events that led to the outcome. If you if you follow what I'm what I'm okay. putting down here, okay, but. What that what we opted to do there was speak very concretely about what was being done. And then if you wanted to hear details later, we were happy to do that. But we didn't want to do that in the team setting because it, that had a very um, that would derail, you know, pretty, pretty quickly. We were yeah. afraid. Um, and so but we weren't hiding the ball on what happened and why we were just splitting it out. You know, like you, you know, didn't want to you didn't want to singe the cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we, you know, we were trying to keep the meeting on track. But what I have seen others do, and I, I think this is a bad way to do it, is that you had a thing happened and you don't want it to happen again. And so you go in and you talk broad to a to a broad audience, but you don't state any specifics. What happened, to who, when, why. You literally leave the before and the after out completely. And you just talk in these mm-hmm. general vagaries about, Things that you, you know, you know, we expect generic, like pulling it out of the top of my head generically, you know, like we expect everybody to have the same level of professionalism, both internally with each other and employees and externally with our clients. And that's, that is, that should be the same for everybody all the time. Okay. Can we pause? Can we pause recording while I go vomit somewhere? What did I just tell you? (laughs) What did I just tell you? I told you nothing that you don't already know. Like I didn't, I did not address the exact, the actual problem. Well, and nothing of substantive value. There's nothing of substance. There's nothing of value. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's my point. Uh, you know, so if you're, so talking in coded or cloaked terms is usually a, a red flag that you either have one, too big of an audience, flaming cat index is way too high, or two, and more concerning, you don't trust your people. I trust my entire team. The one that I mentioned from last week. I trust my entire team with that well, information. I'm, I would have happily sat down with yeah, them and I'm said, gonna go, here's what happened. But yeah. I just didn't want to do it yeah. in that setting. I'm going to go a step farther. Okay. What, I, what I see more commonly, um, and and in talking with other with with a couple of other folks, what I what I see commonly in that situation. Well, we're going to you know we send an email that says everybody should do X at all times. You know, blah blah blah. All right. It's to me. I, I know people that get offended by this. Because there are most people don't mm-hmm. they're not they're not flagrantly doing things wrong. They're they're doing their job. They're doing a good job. They're trying their best to uphold all the rules. And well, wait a minute. If somebody else went off and messed something yeah. up, why am I getting a nasty grant about right. this? Why don't you just go to that person and tell them to knock it the hell off? Mm-hmm. Uh, and this this is a trigger for something. Like I, it is, I yeah. And and it's it's I I see it a lot. Oh no, okay. Well, if the rest of the team is doing what they should be doing, there's no reason to remind them of something that we would all kind of assume is a baseline expectation. And I'm not going to be shy hiding behind the shield of an all-team communication just to let one person know that what they did was not okay. Yeah, like, Go I- to that person punish them and leave everybody else the heck alone. Yeah. But you also, one thing, if we taking the scenario that you're talking about, kind of flipping it on its head where Mm -hmm. the, 
the intent is to show the company this is important to us. This is valuable to us. So there's actually a, so let's assume for a second that it's a, a good intention. We want to show the employees that X bad behavior is not tolerated around here. We want goodness. We, you and I have talked before about how uh, you have to, you can reward the high performers by yeah. by correcting and eliminating your underperformers. And if you don't do that, your high performers will leave. So let's assume for a yeah. second that the thought process is exactly that. I'm trying to let my team know this is important to us so that the people who are doing it right know that it's, you know, okay, I'm on the, I'm on the right track. If you go with the vague style that we're talking about here, you end up doing exactly what you just described, where the team starts to think, why, why are you getting on my ass about this? I have been perfect in, in this. I facet. did nothing wrong. They've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Because you didn't have the specifics. You have to have a specific well, and on even one if, end or the other, the before or the after. You've got you do. to have and one even, or the other, at and, least. And even if you did go to that one individual and correct them, you know, uh, privately and you want to go make the state, guess what? It's, it doesn't matter. The, the perception is that you didn't do that. Right. Cause if I'm right, going to go, exactly. if I'm going to, if I'm going to praise somebody on my team, I'm going to do it big and loud and in front of as many people will listen mm -hmm. because my team friggin' rules and everybody deserves to know that. And I want to, I want to share praise liberally as far as I can. Yes. But if I have a correction to make, I'm going to do that in as private a forum as I can manage that is reasonable to the circumstance that we're under. And so what's going to happen then? Nobody else on the team knows about any kind of disciplinary action, and that's very intentional. And But what it looks like is, oh, you know, he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know how to discipline people, so he's hiding behind this mealy mouth yep. all-team update. Which actually is the case in, in that some person. cases. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, yeah, that happens for sure. Um, the one ex, the one inversion of that of that rule that I um, that I would see would be if um, whatever the bad behavior is, if it, if it leads to a termination, um, the the decision to terminate and the fact that that person has been terminated, public knowledge after it's done, very mm -hmm. very public knowledge. If you if you don't address this person has been terminated, they are no longer with the company. If you don't do that in a public way, you are really, really, I feel undermining your, um, your authority and responsibility. You appear weak, even if you're not intending to, you should have, you had the courage to get rid of the person. And, and this is what's hard about management. Everyone talks about wanting to be a manager and be the boss. Um, well, Jimmy thinks about being the manager and being the boss, Yeah, you know, but what they don't think about is what, what, what it really means to be the manager and be the boss is do the hard stuff. And no. this is one of the hard things you got to, a lot when, of paperwork and crappy decisions, and that's crappy decisions. That's really what <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so you've had to fire a person that sucks. You go through that. I've done it. You've done it. It's, it's, it's no fun. Nobody likes that. It doesn't get easier. No. The, and then the next step just as hard saying to the team in a public forum, so-and-so is no longer with the company. You have to make that mm -hmm. public declaration because it shows that you are willing to do the things that need to be done when it needs to be done. Now, do they need to know the details? Maybe or maybe not. Depends on the situation. I err on the side of more sunshine as, you know, as much sunshine as possible. Sunshine is the best disinfectant. 
But there are things that just you you can't discuss. They end up in sensitive HR spaces. But outside of that, I try and err on well, the side. And of- particular. Yeah, particularly where the where the performance infraction, whether it was just yeah. a simple correction or it was something that that led into a term, uh, it's there is an HR component to that. Always, well, and there always can't. is. And you also you also don't need to share all of the gory detail, right? But right. I have done this in the past where um, when I've when I've you know had to terminate somebody, hey, and I do exactly this. The next uh, the next the next staff call we have, so and so is not with the company any longer. As a reminder, and I will repeat my operating principles for the team because there's nobody that I've terminated that wasn't terminated because they violated one of the core principles we operate under as a team. And those get repeated often. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what they are because I repeat them so much. And so Mm -hmm. it's not it's not out of place for me to say I don't. I don't even get close to the gray water of like, well, this is what happened in in Susie's particular case and why we had to let her go was because, you know, she did X, Y. It's like, no, somebody didn't have humility or respect or integrity or empathy or they weren't doing their job. Like it's it's usually one of a very small set of core things that were violated to lead to this outcome. Otherwise, we could have fixed it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. So without delve, and I'll say like I'm I'm not going to go into additional detail. You can come to me uh, individually if there are questions, but uh, I expect X, Y, and Z, and I thank all of you for exemplifying these. And then we move on. You know, it, right. it doesn't have to be a half an hour conversation dragging the person through the mud. Um, you know, it's like well, you hey, should we, never do that. You in, should never. In do most that. of the cases, no, no, and in in most of the cases, uh, it's like I. Hey, I, I I liked this person. We got along well. I wish him the best. Uh, it's a tough decision, but this is what we're you know this is this is what happened. Um, and mm-hmm. even when it's not the case, it's not. You know, what are you going to take a dump on somebody after? No, that you never that's, do. That's that. gonna that's gonna I ruin mean, your credibility more than anything. You yeah, know, that, and I've that seen that happen, it. and it's just sad. Yeah, it's just sad. Yeah, you 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 never you never dump on you never dump on anybody. And forgive me if that's what no. if that's what you thought I was that I that I was insinuating. No, you never. Do oh no, no 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 that wasn't that wasn't. Oh, okay. I'm just saying okay. I've I've we're talking about like the things that you've seen done right yeah, yeah, and wrong. Yeah. yeah, that is always wrong and yeah. it always has been and it always will be. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So. I, man, I forget how we got on. Oh, right. Yeah. Talking in the, in the, in the cloak terms. Um, yeah. Know. What was the topic again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. Where's that drink? <laughs> um, yeah. You, you, you need to avoid the vagaries so that the team knows what's up precisely so that they don't end up making assumptions, errant assumptions about what is being said or not being said. You know, they should, you know, they should understand at some level, you know, what happened and why it was, you know, unacceptable. You know, they, they need they need to know that it didn't just, you know, wasn't just be just because, you know, somebody going off half cock. That needs to at least be conveyed in yeah. some ways. And I like the way you describe it, you know. You know, this person's only with the company as a reminder, you know, here are the values. That says enough. Okay. I don't know the details of what that person did, but I know that they busted the values. Chris made that abundantly clear that that's what happened. So they they okay. violated those core operating principles. That's why they're not here anymore. It explains as much as anybody else needs to know about the situation mm-hmm. and demonstrates that I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's yeah. that's what you're doing at the at the same time with it. Yeah, and your high performers will welcome and thank you for that. They want to know 
that that yeah. that their effort is going to be rewarded. Part of the way you you know reward is not the best term here, but I can't think of an alternative because you know they're doing their level but it, best. But to, it kind of is the right term. Yeah, I mean <laughs> they're doing their level best to meet your expectations, to meet the bar that you're setting. If they see that others get away with not meeting that bar, you undermine you undermine your credibility. You undermine their 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 passion and 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 energy and for for working with you. You, you just have to. It's it sucks. You know these conversations yeah. suck, but you you got to do it. You have to do it, or or you're you're not going to be uh, supporting your team. That's just uh, you know. By the way, I know we're. I know we're a little tight on time here, but I want to present. I I googled lists of waspy names, and I think Aldrich would be great for Aldrich. Our, our underbitten uh, executive. Aldrich. 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 Yes. Aldrich. Aldrich. You know, can we yeah. can we can we make his last name blank with a, with a last name like a like a Blankenship. Blankenship. I was going to say like a like Weathership or Weatherbloom or Weather. Weather. You know something like you know. But, Wentworth. But, what did you say? Blinkenship? Blankenship. Wentworth. I, oh, yeah. Wentworth yeah. is good. Blankenship, Blankenship. I thought. Aldrich Blankenship. Aldrich Blankenship. I had a conversation with somebody randomly yesterday. We we uh, we were uh, remembering. Do you remember Most Extreme Elimination Challenge on Comedy Central? MXC? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. It was a, they did this ridiculous voiceover yes. of a Japanese show called Takeshi's Castle. And one of the announcers... It was all, it was just, it was just nonsense, humorous stuff. But one of the announcer's names, I'll never forget it. I don't know why I won't forget it, but I will never forget it. His name was Kenny Blankenship. <laughs> and I just love the last Blankenship. Name. Blankenship. Yes. <laughs> all right. Aldrich, Aldrich Blankenship. Aldrich we got Jimmy. Blankenship. We got James. To meet you. <laughs> and then Aldrich Blankenship. <laughs> I like it. Oh, man. That's that done. Is- that is so good. <laughs> Refactored lore minted for future generations. What is this nonsense I hear playing in the background? I can't concentrate at all on my golf swing. Uh, well, if our music bothers you on the golf course, and it should, please send us uh, feedback at refactor.work is where you go to complain, and we'll uh, we'll play it on the on the show. If you want to send us a voice recording or send us an email, we'll be happy to read it. And you'll we do, we do want to assistant. encourage that. Okay, you'll hear from my assistant. It won't be me. I will not be happy. Oh. <laughs> or the assistant's assistant, one of my people. Um, <laughs> Maybe my dog. Refactored refactor.work we've got show notes uh back episodes archives recommendations um frank's got some writings up on hot coals k-o-e-h-l-s.com i've got some writings at tonkinson.com one or both of us may in the future be writing about the uh the fiery cat index flaming cat index flaming cat index flaming cat index yeah that's that's gotta get (laughs) it right oh my gosh it's so good (laughs) so this has been Episode 58 of the Refactored Podcast, recorded February 15th, 2022. Thanks, Frank. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. Talk to you later.